Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to Inside Out. I am so fucking happy that I am sitting here recording an episode, talking to this microphone to share with you some powerful tools to take into 2022. Um, I have had a bit of a roller coaster the last few weeks and yeah, it took a minute to get me here, but I'm here and I am really excited to be here with you. So this episode, we are talking about seven healthy habits for you to bring into your 2022. Now, before I do that, I have something that I want to ask you guys. So I personally follow a whole heap of accounts that I am so inspired by every day. And it's around 66 people because I've had every single one of them on my podcast already. Um, And I wanted to invite you guys, if you follow a account on social media, on your TikTok, on your gram, on your Facebook, and you are literally inspired by this person on the daily, you watch their stories, you enjoy their content, I want you to tell me who that is because I want to be inspired by them and I want to get them on the podcast. Now, the next couple of months, I have some really epic fucking women coming on here and I can guarantee that you are going to be empowered as fuck when you put your headphones in. These women are incredible people in the online space and I cannot wait to share these episodes with you. So please stay tuned for these. It's stuck into today's episode, which is seven healthy habits for you to bring into 2022 or perhaps you need to reintroduce them. Maybe you've done these before, but I want you to reintroduce them and stick with them. We are all about discipline and consistency here. So number one, a little bit of a random one, but get your iron tested. So for me, after kids, I was having dramatic decreases in my energy levels, and it wasn't just the sleep deprivation. So a little bit more info, iron is an essential mineral. The major reason that we need it is it helps transport oxygen throughout the body, right? So to elaborate a little bit on that, iron is an important component of hemoglobin, I think it's called, um, the substance that you find in red blood cells that carries oxygen from your lungs to transport it through the body. So hemoglobin represents two thirds of the body's iron. And if you don't have enough iron, your body can't make healthy oxygen carrying red blood cells. What that means then is a lack of red blood cells is called an iron deficiency, also known as anemia. Um, And without healthy red blood cells, your body can't get enough oxygen. So if you're not getting sufficient oxygen in the body, you're going to become fatigued. That exhaustion can affect everything from your brain function to your immune system's ability to fight off infections and bacterial things. So it is really important if you are feeling a decrease in your energy um, and feeling any sort of any form of, get my words out, Carissa, any form of fatigue, 
I would love for you to go and get your iron levels tested. Um, I have done this via my GP and I also had a refer referral sorry, from my naturopath to get that from my GP and my naturopath then examined those reports. So he has put me on a supplement, an iron supplement, and I take that twice a day now. Um, and it also, your iron's heavily impacted when you have your period and things and especially in that postpartum state. So we want to produce all the energy right for our kids and for our lifestyles um, and sometimes you're not going to get that energy just from regaining your sleep you need to have good iron levels so go and get your iron tested if you don't know where that's at number two consciously hold back from judging others so when we judge someone we lower our vibration it leads a negative emotion attached to our energy so when you hear someone else maybe judging someone, there's ways that you can talk around this. You can perhaps say to them, I don't want to talk about this any further. Set a really clear boundary in that conversation. Or I don't feel this conversation is going to make us feel good. Can we talk about something else? Um, or you can really just close it out with something, you know, it's it's quite clear, but it's kind of like that communication does need to happen sometimes because you could simply say, I don't really feel comfortable talking about this person to you. Now, for me, gossiping and judging people has been something that I have been conditioned with my entire life. Talking about other people, we start doing it when we're children, like seven years old, I can recall judging another girl. And we've been doing that our entire life so that we fall into this comparison-itis with ourselves and other women and we're constantly fighting to be like other people and never sitting in that version of ourselves and loving ourselves and being authentically aligned with ourselves right so we really need to stop judging other people and in turn that's really going to support us not judging ourselves so much right so i think that's a really really healthy conscious decision that you can bring into 2022 um and it's to not judge someone or at a minimum be really aware when you're judging someone how that makes you feel. Next time you comment on someone and how they look, someone's um, physical appearance or what someone has done as an action that perhaps you didn't like, I want you to sit with that feeling of judgment. Sit in that for a moment. Does this feeling align with me today? Does this feeling make me feel good about myself? How can I convert this moment to a high vibrational frequency? Like, I'm sorry, but it's 2022 and we're not fucking judging people anymore because we're not judging ourselves anymore. There is no reason for us to sit down and have a conversation unless it is in, in the form of, you know, being an objective conversation or a constructive conversation where you're actually just sharing an experience and discussing openly your feelings. There is a huge difference to sharing an experience, to sitting down and bringing up someone who has done something or has worn something or you know has made a decision that you don't like, but you're not a part of that story or decision. One thing in particular is massive on podcasts. I don't know why. I don't fucking get it. And I don't know why these podcasts are so popular. And I honestly don't know if any of you girls listen to these podcasts, but there are some podcasts out there. I was doing a little bit of research last year just to tune into what do you guys want to hear? What do you want to talk about? Is it sex? Is it relationships? Is it the healthy habits? Like, what do you want more of? And I found myself listening to podcasts where there are co-hosts, so female-dominated podcasts with co-hosts, and they were just bitching about celebrities. 
It is just all about celebrities and they are nasty. They say horrible things about what they wear, who they're dating, what their kids were wearing. And I was just sitting in that like, I feel so fucking shitty listening to this. This is a negative energy exchange that I don't need. I don't want that negative energy exchange. If I'm not learning, expanding, growing or laughing, I don't want a bar of it. And I think that you shouldn't too. So if you're catching yourself listening to trashy, gossipy podcasts and you find yourself feeling flat or down and out, like maybe you listen to them on the way to work, then you get to work and you're feeling like at a low vibrational state. I want you to really consider what are you putting in your ears while you go to work? What are you tuning into? Because I don't think that aligns with you. If you're here listening to this podcast episode, that doesn't align with you and your growth. That doesn't sit well with you. So let's make a decision to stop judging people and stop judging yourself. Now, a little chip, get my words out today. You can't half tell it's been a minute between podcasts, but put an elastic band on your wrist. A girlfriend taught me this trick a long, long time ago. Um, Put a elastic band on your wrist and every time you judge someone or judge yourself, I want you to flick the elastic band. Just take a note of how often that happens in your day. And then you will become really aware of that thought process or that negative attachment that you're creating in a moment where you don't necessarily need to be holding that space for negativity. Three, find something fun and do it more like swimming in the ocean, surfing lessons, horse riding, netball, tennis, find something fun to do and go and fucking do it. Stop making excuses why you can't. Stop saying that your kids are more important. Stop saying that your husband has work to do. Go and find a thing that brings you joy that you have done in the past, it could be sewing, it could be reading a book in the sun, like literally anything that brings you a spark of joy and you have fun and it makes you smile, I want you to write that down and then go and do it. The inner child work is really handy for this stuff. So if you've been, if you're in the wellness reset group, I have touched on inner child work and we're going to dive into that a little bit more um, in the coming weeks. But inner child work is a massive contributor to understanding who we were before we were the versions of ourselves that we are now. Who were we before the world told us who to be? So right now, if you can take a moment for this, wherever you are, I want you to take a second and sit with that. Who were you before the world told you who to be? What did she like? What sparked her joy? What made her laugh? Whatever that looks like for you, I want you to reintroduce that to your life this year. I want you to bring that sparkle back, bring that fucking fire, ignite that flame. I want you to do that thing, okay? Okay, so the next healthy habit you need is to switch off your screens an hour before bed. Now, for some people, I get that, that it is a little bit difficult. We all like the scroll hole of a nighttime. It's a time of night where you just want to sit and just zone out. So I get it, but it's really important if you can start noticing how your sleep or getting to sleep is impacted and the difference between having your screen next to your bed or scrolling in bed of a night. So the blue light emitted by your cell phone screen um, restrains the production of melatonin. So we know that melatonin is does control your sleep and awake cycle, aka the circadian rhythm. So this makes it even more difficult to fall asleep and then wake up the next day. So if you can, some tips. 
Putting an alarm clock, this also will help you get up of a morning. Putting your alarm on and putting the phone away from the bedroom. If you have an ensuite maybe or a chest of drawers across the room, this just really takes the temptation out from rolling over and checking your phone and getting lost in that scroll hole of a night. As we get older <clears throat> that we and we have kids and things are changing in the dynamics of our lives and our adulthood and then our adult relationships as well, we have a tendency to let so many things go that really are so important things that we teach our children, right? So, you know, we have a bed bedtime. Oh my goodness. My words are fucking messy today. I'm so sorry. We have a bedtime routine for our toddlers and our babies. <clears throat> and we encourage them to go to sleep in a dark space or if you're like me with white noise and we have a wind down period of time where there's no screens and same for the older girls. They have to read their Kindles in bed for half an hour before they go to sleep at, um, at night. We have these procedures in place for our children, but because you know, it gets to the end of the night and as adults, we might not have had a break in the day. We might be really tapped out and disconnected and it's just like an instinctual thing or a subconscious thing where we pick up our phones and get lost in that scroll hole in bed. But our bed and our sleep need to be a priority in terms of being like a sacred space. So even if you can uh, maybe get a salt lamp or get a diffuser and have some beautiful lavender in your bedroom, just the scent and the smell and make sure that there are no TVs in your room. That's something that me and my husband have sort of touched on every few years. We're like, should we get a TV in our room? But I'm so glad that we haven't just because that makes that time once we go to bed, we're in bed. And the only opportunity to scroll is on your phone. And if you remove that, then there's very minimal um, temptation to be getting lost or using things like TV or TV series or movies as a form of escapism from our, our thoughts and not connecting with ourselves. So I think it's a really beautiful thing to ensure that your bedroom is a sacred space for you um, and that you have a nighttime routine as well, whether that needs to be had with letting yourself be the last person to shower. Um, for me, I love being in my pajamas <laughs> and I love just closing out my night um, really early. But the thing is, I'm always doing so much of a night with all the kids that I've now changed my nighttime routine to be me being the last one having a shower. Um, and then I'm getting into bed. I'm feeling so fresh, so much it's in my head is like let go from the day. I even use that time in the shower to meditate or just do some deep breathing exercises just to really reconnect with myself before I hop into bed and I try and get some sleep. So that might help you if you are someone that does struggle to switch off of a night. Um, definitely remove the phone, remove the screen time half an hour to an hour before bed and if you can add in a little nighttime routine I think for yourself even if it's just a couple of minutes like it doesn't have to be some long two-hour nighttime routine like you would perform for someone like your kids um, just for yourself to connect with you I think that would be a really beautiful thing to introduce into um, into your life this year okay my next thing that I want you to focus on in 2022 and I have banged on about this before but I'm reiterating it to you today because it is so important and this thing is something that you will grow with this will change and that is totally okay my word this year if you have me on instagram you would have seen my that my word this year is power i want to step into my fucking power i want to be in my power i want to own my power and i want to feel empowered and it's really important for me to be really clear 
with my boundaries that will allow me to feel this way. So with boundaries, the thing is that you can have two ends of the scale. They can be really simple things like I need saying to your partner, I need 10 minutes a day on my own to go and meditate, to do this or to do that. Or it can be a really uncomfortable thing, something that brings discomfort to a conversation, like maybe with a a girlfriend suggesting, hey, look, I feel like your energy is really draining me at the moment. This is a really negative energy exchange that we have going on. It's fairly consistent. I think we should spend a few weeks just catching up for coffee when we see each other. But I think that we should take some space just to get really clear with, you know, how we want to be around each other and how we want to invest into this friendship, because I'm feeling this exchange is is leaving me feeling drained and negative. Now, that is not a nice thing to hear, I am sure, but it would definitely be really clear in how you're feeling they can get really uncomfortable. So they're going to bring some discomfort to your day. And sometimes you do have to be really clear. And sometimes that does get a bit icky and it's not nice. But regardless of who the relationship in your life is, what that sort of relationship looks like, whether that could be your partner's ex-partner or your your mother-in-law or your sister-in-law or, you know, it's a girlfriend or even daycare teachers. I mean, you need to set clear boundaries in your life for yourself and your health because what happens is over time, the resentment builds, the frustration builds, and eventually we can't hold on to that for much longer and things happen with our mental health where we start feeling anxious or overwhelmed about being around this person or communicating with this person. And I think having really clear boundaries is just a non-negotiable thing to bring into your life and something that you can be constantly um, building on and changing so you can shift and transition in your life however the fuck you want to do that whenever you want to do that you have that choice because you are you and you know you are your power so you can change your boundaries when you see fit um but noticing how things make you feel in your life, noticing what impact that's leaving on your day. If you're having a really draining negative energy exchange with anyone, then you need to get really clear. And with being clear comes communication. You can even suggest, here is what I will bring to the table. I will bring X, Y, and Z to the table. But outside of that, there is nothing more to discuss. Or if you are continually having a conversation that you no longer want to have with someone and, you know, not to go all COVID or anti-vax or anything, but, you know, people in a lot of people's lives right now do have quite strong opinions. See, even on social media, there is a mute feature for a reason. You can literally not see someone that you genuinely care about's activity online if you choose to by muting what you see right? So you don't even have to read the shit that comes pouring out day to day. But if it's coming to you in real lifetime, then you need to just simply say, I no longer want to have this conversation. I don't wish to discuss this with you. And that might feel uncomfortable, but what's going to come from that is that person might even apologize and say, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize how much I was affecting you. I understand. And people that love you will come back at you with that. But the people that are disgenuine, then I think that you'll find that that's probably a toxic relationship that you don't necessarily need to continue. I have a lot more to say on boundaries and I think I'm going to do a co-hosted episode with someone really soon on that because I, so I might leave that there. I hope that's really helpful for you with clarifying how you can introduce some boundaries into your life um, and basically feel more empowered in your day to day. Okay. The last thing that I want to talk to you guys about, it's big. Okay. It's big, but this bit will be short and fucking sweet. So 
I want you to lean into the expansion, lean into your growth. Just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing it. Stop sitting outside of your power. Stop sitting in of yourself that you don't want to be anymore. Do you feel unaligned? Do you feel daily that things just are not flowing? If you're not having a regular flow in your life, you are out of alignment. So how can you change that? How can you show up for yourself more? How can you expand on who you are and lean into the version that that little girl in your head keeps telling you you want to be? There's a way to do these things, whether that's investing in a coach, whether that's listening to more podcasts, making more time for podcasts, whether that's you know reading a book once a day, whatever that looks like for you or the things that you feel like would make you feel really aligned, you need to start introducing them and show the fuck up for yourself because no one's going to come and do it for you. And do you want to be the same version of you that you are right now in 12 months time? Do you want to have just finished Christmas and New Year's feeling how you feel within this very moment? If that's not lit the fuck up, high vibes, then you need to make some changes today. You need to introduce better habits to your lifestyle today. You need to lean into the growth and the expansion. It's not going to do it for you. No one's coming to save you. You just have you. So how can you make changes in your life to lean into your growth and expansion? Get uncomfortable. Be okay with the discomfort. It's like a job. You go to a job and you hate the training part of the job. You hate the interview process and then you hate learning all the new things and some things you don't like, but eventually you learn them, right? You learn how to do the job really well. That's what life is. That is literally could be influenced in any part of your life. So lean into that a little bit more and start showing up for yourself and start thinking of your future you. The version of you that shows up today is not the version of you that feels aligned. So how can you make changes to bring her into life? Think about that. Anyway, I hope that you took something from this podcast episode. If you did, please share to the gram. I would really, really appreciate it. I want to just support more women on their health and wellness journey. And I really feel like some of these practices would be really positive in some people's lives. Um, But until next time, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.